0: Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit Summit.com to grab your tickets today. That's Summit.com.
1: Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raimonda Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Well, hello and welcome to the first episode of season three of Women Thrive. My name is Raimonda. Jan and I will be one of your hosts for this podcast. Today I'm also joined by Abigail Rebecca Pugh who will be our new host for the Women
0: Thrive podcast. Hi Abby. how are you? Hi Ramonda, I'm good. I'm really excited to have this conversation. This is our brand new season for
1: the Women Thrive podcast and if you have been listening to our podcast you'll know that we have been hosting some really inspirational women from all around the world, business owners, entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, and just some really amazing women and their stories. Of course, we are headed for season three now of a new production. And what you will probably notice about this new production is, first of all, up level of our quality sound production. So we've got brand new mics, we've got new editing processes and softwares. So that's just a little bit on a technical side, but more on the experience as a listener as well. We have some amazing, amazing speakers lined up this year. So we'll be releasing podcast episodes twice a week as well. Of course, Abby is going to be joining us as one of our hosts for the Women Thrive podcast We'll get in, in this episode, a little bit more into why ins and outs of women through our podcast, women through our media, what we're doing, opportunities that we have for you, as well as I want to share behind the scenes of what it's like to actually produce not only the podcast, our global events, our magazine, but also what is the vision and how you can be involved. So
0: Rebecca will be my host today and I will be in the hot seat. Abby, how are you feeling? I'm really good. I'm really interested to use this opportunity to find out more about you as well as the founder, to like get into your mind and to really understand what it takes to have a vision, to have a really big vision and then just to like take it. And go with it and bring a whole community with you. Because certainly from my point of view, being part of Women Thrive, I really feel like I'm part of a movement. So it's going to be some really interesting conversations that are coming on this podcast, as well as obviously all the amazing guests that we're going to have in this season.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we are actually going to be bringing more conversational stuff conversational episodes about business, thought leadership, visibility, public speaking. So Abby will be a fantastic host for you because she is a very experienced business owner, visibility coach, founder of Illuminated Leaders. She's a thought leader on Aquarian Age family leadership and human design visibility coach. So she is all about visibility and I have no doubt that Most of you listening to this episode wondering how can I become more confident as a business owner, how I can be more confident in my visibility game, perhaps you're looking to do more public speaking, authority building. So throughout this podcast, not only you'll get to hear our conversations about this topic, but also hear other women's stories of how they perhaps have had to overcome their own fears of being visible and stepping into the greatest version of themselves.
0: So, Abby, where do we even begin? I have the opportunity to be able to speak with so many women in our community. And obviously, you are the founder of Women Thrive. As I mentioned before, you had a big vision and you've run with it and you've created something really extraordinary. So I think a lot of our listeners will want to know probably a little bit more about you, your personal mission, your vision, but also how you are, like, how you create the energy, really, to build something like this. So I'd really love to ask you, first of all, what made you decide to do this? What made you decide to create Women's Thrive, to create this incredible platforms or multi-platforms actually to be able to amplify the voices of women. It's not just the summit, we've got the book, this podcast, the magazine. What was your vision behind it? What was your reason for creating it?
1: Yeah, I think being an entrepreneur myself, having been through the many years of different experiences and always craving to make that impact always craving to reach more people and find ways to be visible, I knew that also came with a lot of challenges, from personal challenges to also practical challenges in business. So I started out from ground zero, as most of us are in business. And I faced a lot of challenges of putting yourself out there, reaching more people, advocating for your vision, And I felt that the more I went into entrepreneurship and business, I started to realize that other people struggled with the same things, not only mindset-wise in terms of being visible, but also having enough platforms for us as women. When I would be pitching myself and my business to either media or bigger platforms or magazines, podcasts, you name it, it was a big labyrinth of trying to figure it out and realizing that most platforms don't really care and I almost got heartbroken around media and thinking we have we as women specifically have these noble goals we have these missions powerful stories purpose bigger purpose than ourselves in most cases but we don't have enough outlets to advocate for ourselves, to talk about our stories, to be part of a community. And community is something that I feel really dear to my values. So the way I've built my business is based on the values that I have, some of it, which is freedom, being able to express yourself and your greatest version of yourself. Because for me, entrepreneurship is my own expression of creativity, And the same way with community, because I believe if you want to build something grand, a grand vision or grand business that will make a huge impact, you can't do it on your own. So you gotta have a community around you to support that vision. So
0: Yeah. So another thing that I am really intrigued to find out about in terms of like this big vision and the business that you're building, like It's expanding quite quickly at the moment. I'm witnessing it. I'm part of it. It's really exciting. Our clients, our speakers, our authors, our podcast guests, like our social media followers, our subscribers are all, I think, feeling this whole expansion. And what's so cool about that is that when one woman expands, everyone expands. It is the impact of communities, right? Working together having the same kind of values that are aligned to very similar visions. Many women that I speak to, and we're just purely focusing on you, right, as the founder, and I think it's really important to do this. Many women that I speak to agree with me when I say that I just want to climb into your brain. I want to climb into your mind because I really want to understand like, how do you do this? How do you scale your business? What does it take to really hold the energy of something that's so big with so many moving parts and so many kind of human beings that are involved in it. Like, How do you do it? It's so interesting. (laughs) It is, actually. You know, in the last
1: 12 months, (laughs) so many human beings, our team expanded from three to 13 and it's still growing. I'm still looking for more people to join our team. And it's not an easy thing. Our summits, a lot of people look at me and say, well, how on earth do you put together a summit of 40 to 50 speakers and manage all of that? And before, I used to manage a lot of it myself. And, of course, thousands and thousands of people in our database as well as as following. It didn't happen overnight. A lot of people want an overnight success, and they say, well, if I could only have 10,000 followers or all of this infrastructure, I would be so successful. The truth is, it's taken me years to build bit by bit. And I built the capacity to hold more and more. My first summit was 14 speakers. So my first events were three or four speakers. Then it grew to eight, then it grew to 10, then it grew to 12. And then the summit grew to 30, 40, now 50. It doesn't happen overnight. And you start to hold more capacity for more things as you go. And you it does not happen overnight. You start to trust yourself. Okay, I can actually hold this space. I can handle it. So that's when it comes to business. And personally, of course, I had to grow myself as well in skills, in ability, in being comfortable with being uncomfortable because there were times that fear would show up and say, can you really do this? And I remember distinctively two years ago before a summit, I had this wobble because there was a lot of things going on in the world as well that throwing me off balance and making me question whether Can we be successful with this summit? And it was about two weeks to go to the summit. And I had this wobble of, can I do it? Will this succeed? Will I fail? All of these people relying on me. And I think a lot of times we forget who we are. We forget how far we have come. We forget the things that we have had to overcome and challenges we've been already been able to overcome. So that day when it really got so bad and the imposter started to really take over in my mind, I went out for a walk and I had this tough conversation with myself. I'm like, Ray, you've come this far. You're too far <laughs> into this to now question yourself and look back. And so now look back actually and see just how far you have come. Remind yourself that you are here for a reason you are here for a purpose and sometimes we just have to do that you just have to give yourself that hard pep talk and genuinely like the kind of person I am I would say I am visionary and <laughs> sometimes I ask myself am i crazy to be pursue all of these Things And to sometimes build such a infrastructure and so many businesses around this mission, when life could actually be so much more simple, I could just have a few team members, I could perhaps just do what I'm best at, coaching women in visibility, or authority building, could be doing public speaking, and I don't have to overcomplicate and do all these things. But on the other side, then you realize that it's not about you. That you have a vision that is so much bigger than yourself. And is that vision that you hold not just for yourself, but for other people too. And at the end of the day, there is a reason why you're doing what you're doing. And I feel responsible that I have initiated this movement. I have initiated this platform that is just no longer about me. It is about the women who be part of it and get to build it alongside us. And that's why I do it. And when I sometimes forget why we do it and then people come and remind me of the impact we have made on their lives, it makes sense. It really does make sense in the end of the day.
0: It's so refreshing to hear you talk about holding, like holding the vibration of this container, this business, the responsibilities that come with that very often online thought leaders, coaches, mentors, it's very much focused on how am I going to build my business, but with not so much focus on actually what am I going to do with it once I've built it. And it's like you're talking about the infrastructure, the mindset. What are you still afraid of? Yeah. Is there anything that scares you still?
1: Dropping the ball sometimes. That was me. That we building such a grand vision and a brand, expanding quickly and creating all these channels for women to be part of, but actually not being able to hold up infrastructure. So that's why I spend so much time creating the team, supporting the team, building processes in, in-house to make sure that everybody who comes through our door has good experience. And it's not an easy thing. That, that, I guess, for me is the biggest fear that I would have in my business. I'm not afraid to fail. Honestly, I don't think there is such thing as failure. We'll try. If something doesn't work, it's fine. We're going to pivot. We're going to learn. Truth is, the market, the everything is changing so, so quickly. From technology to customer needs to perceptions to culture to the way business is done. So I'm not afraid to adapt. And if we have to scrap a thing in our business, I'm really not afraid of that. I just want to make sure that as we're growing and scaling and creating this beautiful platform, that the people who come to our platform with a specific expectation get what they want, get what they need, and we're able to support them in the best way possible.
0: Yeah, it's great. You were talking earlier about community, how important it is to have a community. We can't do it on our own. There's that saying, isn't there? Like the African proverb, it takes the village to raise a child. And it also takes the village to raise your business, to care for your business. I always think that when you walk into a room and you're in a room full of empowered women, you're not only looking at that women, woman, you're also looking at the community that is around her. And you're also experiencing her team. So you mentioned there about team, having this team to support you as you build out, as you grow. Can you share any of your wisdom and experiences from growing a team and nurturing a team that are there to support you so you don't drop the ball? Oh I'm proud of them
1: every day <laughs> to start with. I'm really proud of my team. Um, proud of the community we build as well. And I always say, we if you ever get to hear me speak about anything i always say we, because again without the community and without the team behind me it's not about me it is the people who have come together to make this vision happen so the team has grown very organically i've always had this okay so i am very much a rebel which means I'm not a nine to five kind of person. (laughs) (laughs) I rebelled to start my own business and I didn't go to a nine to five career from the very beginning, which means my mindset is that of being an entrepreneur, being a, a founder, having that freedom. And that's the same thing I try to instill in my team members that, yes, they're part of our vision and our business but they also are empowered business owners in their own right. they empowered to bring their own ideas. They're empowered to own their role to the extent that they want to own it. And because I don't have that fear of losing my team members and I just empower them and I give them a place where they can grow and I believe in investing in people to grow, I've been able to build very loyal, beautiful team who are just are as invested in our vision and our mission as well as I am because for me if you're coming to work in the business as, as ours you have to share the vision you have to see where we're headed you have to feel passionate about it and because I don't do this for the money if I did I would have chosen a completely different path many years ago. So same thing for people who come into work. If you only come into work because you just want to get paid, to me, it's not enough. Then just normal job will do for you. <laughs> but if you come into work in a business like ours, you've got to know that one, you can be ambitious and build something successful for yourself within the infrastructure that we have. And two, that you share a vision. And that's why I feel like the investment in people has really, really helped. And some of the team members have been so loyal, have stayed with us for many years. They transitioned from internship to full-time jobs. Some of them have graduated from being in our business and they've gone on to create their own very successful businesses in the most beautiful way. And that's the power of it, that we've created something that will allow you to grow whether you are a team member, whether you're a community member or any other way you're involved in the business.
0: Yeah. It's so valuable to have that team around you. And I can absolutely vouch for everything that you're saying because I've experienced all of that and more and much, much more. How do you take care of yourselves? How do you know it's yourselves? How do you step away from the business and kind of feeling to you know the lifestyle and the freedom that you've wanted to create for yourself and that you have created for yourself in your life you know I used to work many hours a day I still do to some extent
1: depending on what day it is because I love what I do genuinely I love and I live and breathe it however I found I have had to find that balance where before I used to work 12 hours maybe on the business day and night and pour so many things into it, where in the last few years I've looked at my life and I said, if I'm working this hard, what am I working for? Do I have the lifestyle that I desire? And at the time, I was compromising a lot. And my work was my escape from the reality that I had which wasn't the reality that I wanted. So I took that leap to make a change and say, well, if I'm working this hard, building this business, dedicating myself so much, actually, is this just an escape? Or is it truly what I want? So I took a leap, changed my whole life around. I moved countries, I came to Spain, and I built a completely different lifestyle now i work of course because the vision drives me and there are obviously some needs of the business that requires me to put in the hours but then i get to do things that i love i get to take an afternoon off and go to the beach and enjoy the sunshine i get to go for a walk or go to the mountains or travel or just take like a staycation if you like you know and take a couple of days off and go off to another town hire uh, whatever, like going to a hotel and just have those moments where actually I get to live as well as do what I love. And I do love to enjoy myself. I do love to take care of myself. Now I don't feel like, oh, my God, all you have to do is work to achieve success. I think you start to work a little bit smarter. And that's what I've learned, To If you can create smart functions in your business systems processes team and not be afraid of let, letting go I find a lot of people afraid to let go of their businesses and they feel like I have to do everything and I don't have enough hours in the day I've learned to just let go and you realize that other people can do your job better <laughs> and I trust and if it doesn't work out or it doesn't it's not the best quality You adjust and you have to have patience. And I even said this to my team members. I'm like, "Look, you got to have patience with other team members as well. you got to allow them the time to grow and practice and make mistakes and do all of those things. Because you can't be always the one doing everything. So it's been a journey. It's been a journey.
0: Yeah, I love that you're talking into trust, like trust in yourself, trust in your team. Trusting your clients. It's such a great foundation. So that growth, right, that expansion. We were talking off camera actually about just kind of like feeling into that a little bit. So I said to you off camera before we started filming, like, what are your daily habits? Do you have any daily habits? It's so the I want to ask you, what are your daily habits? I'd love to
1: know. Sleep really well, <laughs> eat really well. I'd have my morning tea. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I don't have it. I've become entrepreneur because I love the freedom. I love the freedom. If I get to lay in one morning, maybe another morning, I'd wake up at six thirty and go for a jog, or go for a walk, go for a swim. Another day, I'd stay in bed till ten, eleven. <laughs> because sometimes I like to work late and sometimes I have that energy to let's say write because I love writing writing is one of my one of my favorite outlets so sometimes when I have inspiration I do my creative work or I do my writing late into the night and then in the morning of course I'm going to lay in so I don't have habits so to speak to say, oh, you have to follow a certain structure in order for this to work. No, oh, no, this is not what I did this for. I love
0: that you're speaking into this because very often there's like this school of thought around you have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and you have to, like the power hour and to actually hear it from you, someone who has taken her vision and created a very successful business from it and provides a platform for, you know, thousands of women to have a voice and has built this incredible team to actually hear you say, there is a certain structure. There has to be a certain structure and element within my business. Of course there has to be, we've got processes that we need to follow, but actually to have that fluidity and especially as a woman, I think it's so important to be able to create those spaces like you've just said for creativity for your writing and to go to the beach and to enjoy life that's the same
1: way I manage my team I say to them work whenever you want to work say to me well I can't work on those days or those hours I don't care when you work if you work at night and that suits you do it if you want to work in the mornings I'm not a morning person myself it is up to you and that's I think the restrictions of normal jobs, and normal, normal organizations, that they want to put this control on people to say you have to work these certain hours, and there's a limit of how many hours you work. Well, I'm most productive at different hours of the day. I'm most productive doing this or doing that. And this is what restricted me from saying I want to go into a work normal work environment because I don't function like that. I'm so much more productive I could get things done really quickly I want to and if I sit down and I can get things done now like quickly but then other times I just don't feel like doing it so I don't why should I kind of force myself to do things I don't want to do right now because I will dedicate a space of time and get it done really quickly I believe everything is a process like there is process I like to be structured and process driven in my business so you don't have to do many tiddly tasks over do a little bit of this do a little bit of this and then you waste so much time you get nothing done I just like to have a process okay and now I'm functioning on this let we get everything done all in one like I hate accounting I could Procrastinate over accounting for months, years, if I can. But then when I get it, have to get it done. My accountant says, "Hey, we need all your invoices. We need this, 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 this." He pushed me into the corner. It takes about an hour to get it all done.
0: It's crazy, but yeah, that's how I function. That's one of the things. Actually, a really big thing. It might seem really simple, but a really big thing that I've learned from you to dedicate slots of hours and do the batch working and it really does save a lot of time a lot of energy you can just focus on one task, and then it's done more beach time or more time for nails right exactly. but it's wow yeah. exactly and don't forget to spoil yourself a bit <laughs> no, you don't forget the hair and nails Ramonda your vision for the future I know it's big I know it's big what's coming
1: up it never stops growing. And it's a little bit of wisdom, I'd say. I've asked someone, actually, what made you realize that you are successful? I said, I, I didn't. I was just doing what I love. And other people just pointed out they're successful. <laughs> so I'm constantly in the creativity mode. And some people will say, well, aren't you afraid that people are going to copy you? i like, no, because you'll never run out as, of great ideas. <laughs> So as long as we have this community behind us and they're supporting us and our vision and participate in what we're doing, the opportunities are endless. The grand mission is to empower women, to spotlight and support women in sharing their voice, sharing their message on global stages. And I want to see more women, their stories, their voices to be heard and seen in a global environment to amplify more voices. Um, A lot of things that we're doing today, the Summit, Women Thrive Summit started in 2020 and has grown exponentially. And I'm just so proud of what we've created. And I feel like Women Thrive brand itself has grown and has become a really globally recognized brand that hosts one of the biggest women empowerment events or movements, if you like, of the year. So I'm really proud of that. The magazine has been shipping globally this year and it's reaching every part of the world as well. With the magazine, I hope to have more and more distribution channels and have it on newsstands and really build out that brand. I want to become the next Forbes for women or like a brand like that. For women to be proud of being part of this community part of this brand part of this movement and aspire to speak on our stages and more than that there are some initiatives we're working behind the scenes which is essentially developing almost our own TEDx stage for Women Thrive and for me this is super ambitious and a beautiful goal that we have because everybody aspires to be on Thrive on TEDx stages. And if we can create women focused on inspirational stories stage, just specifically for women, I think this is what the world needs right now because there are many events. However, there is no other stage that women aspire to be on other than TEDx. Well, TEDx was originally created for technology and innovation and science based talks that is what it is originated from so their mission wasn't the mission that we have necessarily around women empowerment so i hope that over the years we get to really embark on this global vision of creating international events creating international stages for women to shine and share their stories on and make a movement out of this that's the
0: biggest vision that's a great mission yeah. and i we're witnessing it unfolding and it's so exciting, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Ramonda. Any final thoughts you want to leave? Any words of wisdom? I just
1: really want to see more women believe in themselves. Believe that there is so much more possible for them than they ever thought or believed is possible for them. I didn't know any of this was possible. I just kept taking the next step and the next step and the next step unfolded. Don't limit yourself with what you think is possible. Don't allow other people to limit your thinking and your vision. Just because wherever you have come from doesn't mean it's going to determine where you're going. I've come from a small place originally and I didn't always have people to look up to or examples of successful people around me. But I sought out for mentors, and coaches and people to look up to and resources to read and consume that continue to build my vision. So build that grand vision of yourself and don't be afraid. Don't also think that it's going to happen overnight. Just take one step at a time and just pursue it and see what happens because it requires you to show up. It's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen right away or it's not going to build super quickly, but you have to take each step as it comes. But hold the vision and go for it. Great. Right. Thank you,
0: Amanda. Thank you. It's been a pleasure interviewing you. and Thank you, everyone, for watching. Our first podcast of season three, Women Thrive. We look forward to... Sharing more with you, sharing more incredible stories, speakers, more members of our community, more women who are real thought leaders in this industry and might have got incredible stories to share. We're exciting, excited to share all of this with you in the coming weeks. Yeah. Thank you, Abby. Thank you so much for taking over the
1: hosting role for next some episodes and also interviewing me if you wanting to be on our stage please get in touch follow us on our social media channels there are so many opportunities to be involved just take interest and be part of the community get in touch with one of us share this episode with your audience and spread a message because ultimately it's all of us together as women holding hands together and saying okay we're going out there to make bigger impact and this is the platform for not just me not just you but for everyone to be part of whatever role they want to play in this community in this organization in this platform where your voice can be heard can be seen can be read so get involved and Abby thank you so much for hosting this podcast today welcome it's my pleasure We'll see you again very soon. Take care, Kunil. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.